What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! You ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. It is Monday, October the 2nd in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 941 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, <coughs> that was uh, not a planned cough, uh, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Man, do we have a fun one for you today, too. Uh, So, uh, yeah, we have a great show for you, man. We've got a jam-packed show for you. Joining us in less than 20 minutes, he's our regular Monday guest. He's the dean of ENC Sports Talk host and the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli. It is, of course, the great Mark Panicelli. He's going to help us break down yesterday's... uh, NFL action, man, some great games yesterday. I'm going to admit to you, uh, I vegged out in front of the TV all day yesterday for the most part. Had the uh, had the package going, had the uh, Sunday uh, ticket package going. Was watching seven games at one time at one point. Man, it was, it was everything I ever dreamed it could be. It was awesome. But uh, we're going to talk to Mark Panicelli about those games. We're going to take a look at... Saturday's ECU loss at Rice. I know a lot of people are freaking out about that right now. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't be freaking out, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can uh, – I know everybody's wanting to uh, – not everybody, but a lot of people. I would put it I, – I, I read a lot of internet. I read a lot of Facebook pages, a lot of fan pages uh, over the last uh, couple of days. And, man – Pirate Nation is freaking out, and I mean, I can understand being upset. I mean, you are one and four right now. Uh, you lost your first game in the conference, although, man, it was it was a good game. I mean, it was a competitive game, uh, but uh, the world is not over yet, okay? I mean, that, we'll, we'll get to that. Like I said, we'll talk to Mark Panicelli about that. Uh, man, there was a great race in Talladega yesterday uh, in the championship race in the field, uh, what, the, down to the field of 12. And, uh, man, uh, just a lot of great things. Uh, Mark will help us uh, look at uh, just the overarching uh, sports world there, like I said. But he'll be joining us here uh, at about uh, 15 minutes or so from right now. But it is Monday morning quarterback time. So around 50 minutes into this first hour. uh, So I guess uh, about 45 minutes from now, we're going to be joined by the head coach of those Green Central Rams, Jay By God Wilson, his team defeated Aiden Grifton on homecoming in Snow Hill Friday night. They were down 7 to nothing at halftime, put up 28 points or 27 points in the uh, second half and uh, ended up winning that game. They're now over 500 in the very tough Eastern Plains 2A. So uh, can't wait to talk to uh, Coach Wilson. That'll be our first hour. So Mark Panicelli, 
Jay Wilson in our first hour, and that is just our first hour. Right here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio on Whitehall Drive to kick off our second hour. It's going to be two of the leaders of the Lenora County Fair, uh, the uber-talented Chris Reigns and his lovely wife, Claudia. She's uber-talented, too. But uh, they're going to be joining us. The Lenore County Fair begins tomorrow night right here in Kinston. Uh, it's going to be the annual cheerleading competition is tomorrow. And then I have a big interview for tomorrow in their second hour. Brian North and I are going to be emceeing uh, the cheerleading competition uh, tomorrow night out at the fairgrounds. Very excited about that. But, man, there are lots and lots of great things happening this year at the Lenore County Fair. And Chris and Claudia are going to let us know all about it. Very much, like I said, looking forward to uh, having both of them right here in my studio. But wait, there's more, like they say, on the infomercials. Joining us at around 25 minutes into our second hour. He has become almost a regular daily guest here on the show. Uh, he's the head coach of uh, our uh, Friday night's Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. Parrot Academy's Matt Beeman. His Patriots beat up Father Capadano uh, this past Friday night. If you listen to it, it was one of our quickest game broadcast we've ever had in fact check this out for size our pregame show was one minute shorter than the actual game itself now that says one of two things or it says it says something either the pregame show is going way too long good morning scotty boy uh either uh, the pregame show is going way too long or uh that was a heck of a game by uh, parrot academy beating uh the grunts out of Father Capadano. And I got to tell you, if you missed, I, I feel like uh, I don't think I said anything mean about the grunts of Father Capadano on uh, Friday's Brian Hanks show. But it was really neat having Keith Spence uh, and uh, even Shane Albee, too. Shane Albee told me before we went on the air on Friday for the, uh, for the Real Low Discount Drugs pregame show what the grunts mean. But long story short, and thank you to uh, Keith Spence for this uh, great story. Father Capadano was a uh, was a priest who in Vietnam uh, just went far beyond the call of duty and uh, uh, was uh, issuing last rites to uh, to Vietnam soldiers who were about to die. And even when <coughs> leadership tried to get him to come back, he would not. He stayed out on the battlefield and and helped soldiers who were in need and that's who the school in vast is named after father capadano i just thought it was a really neat story and again i'm going to post that pregame show and the gamer uh, i'm going to try to do that later on today i know i've done a horrible job of that lately but uh i want you to be able to hear all the coaches in the pregames for uh for friday night's games and then uh you'll get to hear keith spence tell that complete story it's a really 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 good story but uh but anyway uh Parrot Academy defeated uh, Father Capadano 76-6. to And we're going to get uh, Coach Beeman's thoughts on that. So how about that for a show? Mark Panicelli, Jay Wilson here in the first hour. And in the second hour, Chris and Claudia Reigns from the Lenore County Fair and Matt Beeman from Parrot Academy. Then you'll get to listen to the birthday game. And I tell you what, you're not paying a dime for this show, Pam Sheffield. And you are getting a heck of a show here uh, on 960betonthebull.com. Okay. Uh, let us, uh, I got to tell you before we get into Friday night's football recaps, and we're going to hit that here in a second. <coughs> I know I've been promoting hard the, uh, the little mermaid and, and it is now complete. If you didn't see it, it's on you. You missed, I got to tell you one of the best performers and I've seen Broadway shows. Okay. in New York 
And, and yes, I mean, with the, the quality of, you know, I mean, these are million-dollar shows up in, uh, you know, on Broadway in New York. I got to tell you, the level of acting, the level of just talent that we have here in eastern North Carolina is amazing. I mean, it is freaking amazing. Linda and I went to Saturday night's performance of The Little Mermaid over at Briley Auditorium on uh, the campus of Lenore Community College, and Holly Holder, amazing. Uh, the rest of the cast, and I wish I'd brought the playbill in here so I could give some of these uh, folks some credit. Uh, they were amazing. Chris Hatcher was there. Uh, you know, our good friend Chris Hatcher, uh, Lenore, Kansas Lenore County Sports Hall of Famer. Man, it was just a great show. It was a great show from start to finish. Uh, again, the level of talent we have here is it just, it's mind blowing. It just absolutely, it, it's off the, off the charts. Holly Holder was amazing. Uh, the rest of the cast, I wish I could remember who it was. Sebastian, the, the lady who played Sebastian was awesome. Uh, the, the King, uh, so, uh, Ariel's dad was amazing. I mean, it was just, uh, just an amazing show. If you missed it, it's on you, but I know a lot of you saw it because uh, I saw I posted something Saturday night, and then a ton of folks uh, responded to that. And, uh, man, just just a great show. I cannot wait. White Christmas is going to be coming up here. What this is Today is October 2nd, so that's going to be next month, so we're mere weeks away from uh, seeing White Christmas out at uh, Lenore Community College. And uh, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, you know what? I guess I do brag about stuff that we sponsor here, but the Brian Hanks show is a proud sponsor of, uh, these, uh, they, of all these shows that are taking place out at Lenore community college, just to the, all the talent that's out there is amazing. It's just freaking amazing. And, uh, we, we're, we're proud to be a part. Well, not a part of it. I mean, we just, you know, sign a check and, uh, sponsor a little bit of it, but man, just to, to see the talent that was out there was amazing. Congratulations. Kudos to, uh, like I said, to uh, Holly Holder and the rest of them out there. They were amazing. Tell you what, let's hit, uh, how about speaking of LCC, LCC Volleyball. <coughs> they traveled to uh, University of South Carolina, Sakahatchee, Sakahatchee, uh, for on Saturday. They came away with a doubleheader sweep. Congratulations to them. They are now 9-6 and six overall. Very, very proud of our Lancers volleyball team, and uh, they have a very busy week this week. They're at Richard Bland up in Virginia on Wednesday. Then you have uh, two chances to see them this week. They're home versus Southwest Virginia on Friday, and then uh, Cleveland Community College on Saturday. So if you get a chance, get out there and check that out, because that's going to be pretty amazing. Uh, they Again, 9-6, and six, uh, that, that program – is really it, it's bounced back strong. It really has. Lee Avery had built a good base under it, and now uh, just a, a great job, just a great job that they've done out there uh, getting that team back. Uh, like I said, nine and six, three games or three matches, three games over five hundred, and uh, very proud of what they're doing out there. And speaking of LCC, let's thank them for sixty-five years. Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu 
or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, so many things that they are a part of, and it's just, it's amazing. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than 10 years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. Friday Night Football here on The Bull and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960thebull and 960thebull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Downey's Protection Systems. Arendelle Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arendelle Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. And again, thank you so much to uh, all the sponsors you just heard there. Woodman, Davis uh, Wholesale Tire, Lenore County Public Schools, Downey's Protection Systems, uh, Parrot uh, Academy man, uh, of Woodman and Parrot Academy, two of our day ones, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Office Automation, uh, Spence Automotive, uh, Woodman Life, all of those are our day one sponsors and then our other 15 sponsors that help bring you the Brian Hanks show every day. Really do appreciate them. Really do appreciate our good friend Jason Bryant who, uh, who sells those ads and, uh, and keeps us on the air. We truly do appreciate them. Okay. Uh, before we get, uh, our good friend Mark Panicelli up here on the line. Let's take a look at Friday night's football games. And, uh, man, 
Uh, other than the uh, – well, you're going to hear from two of the winning coaches tonight, uh, today. You're going to hear from Green Central's uh, Jay Wilson uh, here in the first hour. You're going to hear from Parrot Academy's Matt Beeman uh, in the second hour. Everybody else, another tough day. Uh, you know, last week uh, we talked about how 182 to 30 – it was just a, a tough week. Uh, how about this? It was, what, 177? Let me do my math here. What, uh, 112? Yeah, a 177 to 30. So we beat last week, or I guess now two weeks ago, by five points. But, man, just uh, our, our public schools here in uh, Lenore County just having a tough, tough, tough season, all of them. And let's get to that. Uh, Kenston traveled to Jacksonville. Uh, and uh, the turnover bug came up big again. Uh, you heard, uh, if you listen to our game coverage, you heard uh, Jason uh, live from Jacksonville at Southwest Onslow, and the Stallions beat Kinston 56-18. to The Vikings fell to 3-4 and four overall. They're 1-2 and two in the East Central 2A. The Stallions improved to 3-4 and four overall. They're 2-1 and one in the conference. Kinston is now 2-1 and one all-time against Southwest Onslow, and all three of those games have been played in the past three seasons. Now, here was an interesting nugget and <laughs> why, uh, I mean, I've been, uh, you know, doing a pregame prep, and I know uh, John Dawson's going to freak out when he hears me say that, but since about 5.15 this morning, and uh, I had to go back through history just to see this because now with uh, Kenston losing back-to-back games uh, by a margin of 122-30 to 30 over the past two games by Southwest Onzo and East Duplin, I had to look it up, and uh, it is historic. It's the most points Kenston has ever given up in back-to-back games in program history. It broke the record of 121 points given up to uh, Havelock and Southwest Edgecombe in the 2012 season. Uh, that So uh, 122 over the past two games breaks the record of 121 given up to Havelock and Southwest Edgecombe back in the 2012 season win. Nick Anderson was a head football coach. It's definitely the worst that uh, that Diesel's had in his tenure here. Uh, before that, his worst had been in uh, 2014 when he gave up 116 points in back-to-back games to Havelock and uh, J.H. Rose. <coughs> Last time, Kenston was under 500 this deep into a season, and yes, they are three and four overall. You'd have to go back nine years. That's when the Vikings were also three and four. Uh, seven games into the season, but uh, the good news about that season, and again, uh, something you look that you can say, "Hey, this is something we can uh, hope for for this season." They ended up going seven and six that year in 2014 and went to the second round of the playoffs under Diesel. But again, uh, it's the worst start uh, to a season since 2014. So, uh, yeah, Greg Clemens, I'm with you, man. Uh, he says, a uh, bad sports weekend. The Wolfpack loses. The Yankee, his Yankees aren't in the playoffs. The Rangers fail to win their division. Uh, Tim Wakefield passed away. Uh, we may get into that. That just broke my heart, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had a bad weekend. I mean, ECU loses. Virginia loses. Virginia was up 21-7 uh, to at halftime. They end up losing that game. It just a bad, a bad weekend altogether. But yes, Mr. Clemens, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It was a tough, tough weekend of sports for uh, for some of us. My fantasy teams are doing bad, but you know what? Like I said, I'll get into that when we uh, get Mark uh, Panicelli up here in a few moments. Okay, uh, man. Like I said, just another bad uh, week there for Kenston. Uh, they are. Uh, hmm. It's just it's it's a bad, but it wasn't just Kenston. I don't want to act like it's just Kenston that's struggling right now. It's our other two programs in the county too. 
Uh, I will say this, Kenston hosts uh, Warsaw James Keenan or James Keenan this weekend or this Friday, and then they have Wallace Rose Hill right after that too. So uh, we'll we'll see if uh, if Diesel and the Vikings can get it turned around there. Okay, how about uh, North Lenore? They took on Wallace Rose Hill on uh, Fridays. They traveled to Teachy, and they lost that game sixty-five to six. The Hawks fell to one and five overall, zero oh and two. In conference play, while Wallace Rose Hill won their fourth straight, they're now four and three overall, three and zero. Oh. The sixty-five points that North Lenore gave up that is tied for the tenth most all time by the Hawks. The fifty-nine point loss is also top ten uh, for the Hawks. North Lenore is now giving up fifty point three points per game, which, if this continues, you got to think it's not. But if it does continue, it would be the worst in school history. And that was back in 2014 when uh, the Calvin Sutton-led Hawks gave up 46.2 points a game. Uh, I didn't get any better down in, uh, in in Blue Devil Land either in deep run as uh, South North fell 56-6 to to James Keenan. The Blue Devils are now 1-6 overall, 0-3 in league play, while Keenan improved to 4-2 uh, overall, 1-1. One one. Uh, South North is now 10 20 and one all-time against the Tigers. So, uh, again, tough three games. Uh, what, 177 to 30 that our three teams in uh, Lenore County gave up uh, on Friday night. The only time that that's been worse, well, it was a week before when they gave up 182 points in uh, three games. So, uh, tough times right now for our uh, Lenore County Public Schools. Again, Parrot Academy won by 70, 76 to 6 over Fa- Father Capodano. Uh, APA is now four and two overall. They, uh, the grunts fell to one and five. That was the first matchup ever between the, the programs. Uh, Bethel Christian, uh, went to, uh, Roanoke Rapids and played Halifax Academy. They lost 56 to nothing. Uh, the Trojans fell to zero and two this year. The Vikings improved to five and zero of Halifax green central, man. I can't wait to talk to Jay Wilson here, uh, later on this hour, about 30 minutes or so from now. As uh, the Rams beat Aiden Griffin, they overcame a seven to nothing halftime deficit. They won that game twenty-seven to fourteen. The Rams improved to three and four overall. They're two and one in Eastern Plains two A. While the Chargers lost their third straight, they're now three and four overall. They're zero and three in the league. Uh, more importantly, and this series has been played every year since nineteen seventy-one. Green Central is now twenty-five and twenty-eight all time against Aiden Griffin in that traditional matchup. Jones Sr. Uh, fell 58-14 to 14 at Camp Lejeune, or uh, the Lejeune Devil Pups. They improved to 2-3. and three. The Trojans fell to 0-6, but it was the most points they've scored in a season with those four, or yes, with those 14 points. So that is some good news there. Man, tell you what, uh, let me tell you about Spence Automotive. Let me get uh, our good friend uh, Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us, but uh, Spence Automotive is where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Uh, located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building. Next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, uh, Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend and local sports riding legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service when you need new tires. And tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And joining us right now, on the Spence Automotive guest line, and I didn't prepare him for this. I did send him his uh, Good Morning Sunshine text this morning, but I got to tell you, my friend, I had a uh, pretty rough sports weekend, dude. I mean, all around, 
I mean, starting in the high school ranks, I don't know if you were listening or not, dude, our three Lenore County public schools outscored 177 to 30 in their three losses on uh, Friday night. Okay, let me just set it up for you. First, let me say good morning to my friend Mark Panicelli. Happy Monday, Brian. As, as happy as it can be, I guess. Well, right? me, well, we did have a good game. I got to tell you, uh, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week, we did witness a 76-6 to victory for uh, uh, for Parrot Academy over Father Capadano. So, but that is it. I mean, that may be – well, in Green Central, they had a big win, too, uh, over uh, uh, Aiden Grifton, 27-14 to after being down 7 to nothing at halftime. But, dude – I mean, this is the first time in a decade that uh, Kinston has been under 500 this deep into a season. The 177 points they gave up Friday night to the three teams at uh, Kinston, North, North, South, North played. The only time that was worse in history was a week before when they gave up 182 points to the three teams that they played on Friday. Uh, so that was Friday night. And then Saturday, dude, oh, man, my Cavahoos, man. I mean, it, you know we're down uh or we're up 21 to 7 at halftime miraculous uh touchdown right at halftime we end up losing that game uh the Cavahoos do ECU goes to Rice they play hard but they lose NC State loses then yesterday uh my my my, my commies Played uh, your, I guess it used to be your Eagles. You're, you're still not an Eagles fan, right? Oh, you're, a, you're a Dolphins fan, but once upon a time, I've seen you in Eagles. Wait, wait, before. wait. Yeah, I, I'll have to re-explain all this to yeah, everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Please but, do, uh, yeah. Um, I, I have been a lifelong Dolphins fan, and my father was a lifelong Eagles fan. And when he passed away in 2013, I sort of inherited the Eagles since we had watched football together for so many years. It just sort of became my second team. I just because I wanted to always. I mean, I miss them every Sunday uh, that I'm watching them, uh, the NFL. So, uh, so I am an Eagles fan, yes. But uh, that's how that that's how that came to pass. Well, no, so, and, and thank I God, and thank him. God for the Eagles this weekend. <laughs> by the way, but anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. I mean, your Dolphins uh, take the gas no, pipe. Don't uh, even bring them up. <laughs> Dude, I what I have eight <laughs> fantasy teams, dude. I think all of them are going to lose, but two. I, dude, Mark Panicelli, as we're doing mm. this live right now, it's Monday morning, seven twenty-six a.m. Dude, you, I, I'm struggling, man. I'm not just struggling because I'm tired and I've been up since five fifteen. I need uh, I need my good friend Mark Panicelli to give me some positivity and. Uh, <laughs> I guess I got to remember that, you know what, I'm marrying a beautiful woman in December. You You know, I've got a nice home. I've got a puppy dog who loves me. I've got a cat that is indifferent, but I think he may, uh, I think he cares about me a little bit, especially when it's feeding time. I got good friends like, you know, you and John and Jonathan and Richard and Jason Bryant. I I need to count my blessings this morning because uh, sports-wise, dude, it's been a, it's been a, I'm not even joking, man. When, think about that. When I line all that stuff up, and, I mean, dude, Tim Wakefield passed away this weekend, which just ripped my heart uh, out of my soul, man. I loved him, man. I mean, I just, well, he was one of my favorite players, dude. I mean, when he was, when he was playing, when he was, when he was pitching, dude, he just was one of my absolute best player, favorite players. So having said all that, Mark Panicelli, I'm going to lay down here on my couch here in my plush, well-lit, uh, studio and, uh, Talk, talk me off the ledge, okay? <laughs> um, 
a Ford <laughs> one at Talladega yesterday. I ding so I ding ding. Yeah. That for you, Ryan Blaney. Um, you went three and two against the spread in NFL picks yesterday. <laughs> uh, so you know, in our you know pretend money that we're not really spending. Uh, you did well there, so there's some positives. Okay, okay. You brought up a lot of those other things. I mean, hey, look, dude, you got – and here's the other thing. The the commanders thing, I'll say this. That was one of those games where I mean, it goes into overtime. Three of the four games that the commanders have played, they've been in this year, and I think that that is probably above where you thought they would be. So that's a little bit of a moral victory. And by the way, you lost to the defending NFC champion, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I think if you're a Commanders fan, you know, you, you, you're feeling okay about things. Um, but sometimes I have to remind us that sports don't define all of us. It shows you how much we care and love sports because it's like it's a relationship. And it was like you just had the relationship where you fought all weekend. You know, when you're in a real relationship – Let's be look. Everybody loves to give you the time lapse testimony of their how awesome the twenty years of their relationship was. But there were some days, probably, where there were some you know some rough days, some rough edges, some rough weekends, and that's what this weekend was. And uh, so I don't know. You've come to me for positivity, and I'm finding <laughs> a lot of hard myself. I mean, uh, Newburn won. Uh, the game that we did Friday, Newburn bounced back after a loss to Jacksonville. However, there is still the looming wait for the NCHSAA's ruling on the ineligible players that Newburn played. Um, and it is, a, a lot of people expect there will be some forfeited games uh, from this season, et cetera. So, so while the win was there and it was great, and I want to give a shout out to Wyatt Jackson, uh, who's a kicker for Newburn, who kicked a 54-yard field goal, which in high school is just phenomenal. So, you know, shout out to him. But it was a little rough. And then ECU, I don't even know where to start with ECU right now. Um, I'm trying to hold back <laughs> from, like, going just crazy with ECU right now. But um, uh, I guess here's the positive. They can't lose this week. There's no, no way the Pirates can hey, lose you've, this week. You've evidently not seen the Vegas lines. They're minus seven and a half points against uh, the bye week this week, dude. Okay, <laughs> it's probably true. It's probably true. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I was miserable yesterday. I was so miserable. I forced myself to take a nap at four thirty. I said, "No, I can't do this," and I took a little nap for about an hour, and. Uh, Dude, I was I not a happy person. But see, I got to tell you, naps are a positive thing to me, man. I mean, I love a me nappy too. nap. And I mean, I part that's part of my thing. Listen, I got to throw this out there real quick. Jason Bryant <laughs> chips in. I didn't even include this because it was so far down on my just weekend, my crappy sports weekend. Hey, that may be, is that a new feature? The CSW, the crappy sports weekend. But he said, we didn't even <laughs> say anything about Duke. And he's right. You know, I mean, yeah. heck, I mean, Duke, who led that game late and what, gave up the lead with 30 seconds left. And uh, I really thought they were going to win that game, dude. I mean, I, you know, that was in your picks, too, and I picked. Uh, you did. Yeah. That was uh, one of your two losses uh, uh, this week in, uh, in college. So the other one was uh, ECU. Hey. Dude, <laughs> I thought ECU was going to win. I, I mean, did, and I, I did, too. I know you did. One of my losses. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Well, 
Okay, well, so much. I mean, you, you hit on so many. I've hit on so many. Let's try to hit these point by point. And I got to let you know, we've got to be off by about 48 minutes after this hour. I got Jay Wilson coming up. It's the only time we could get him on this morning was uh, in this first hour. So I well, love let you, Let me Mark get Manichel. in the way of Jay. <laughs> I mean, because he's – now he's the guy you need to turn the positivity around. He's, we both should sit there. In fact, Jay, wherever you are, send us some text messages from like 30 seconds – Pump up videos. I think that's what we need is some Jay Wilson Monday motivation. Dude, I love it. Especially after a CSW. What do you think? I, I like that crappy sports. Yeah. Man. But, uh, I, uh, I do love it. Well, let's hit this game by game, dude. I got to tell you, and, and event by event, and we'll try to quick hit these. And I'll start with Washington and Philadelphia yesterday. I, I do. I'm with you. I agree. Washington showed well. I mean, if you're a Commanders fan, especially bounce back after how bad they played Buffalo the week before where Buffalo just ran through them like a uh, – like, uh, I, I just I, – I better – Like I Chaco Bell through a person of my age. <laughs> ding, 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 man. Uh, here's what disappointed me, dude. I mean – and and I, I wish I could take credit for this, but I listened to a little Steve Zabin as I was show prepping this morning. And, you know, you always hear about Riverboat Ron, you know. I mean, he takes – he doesn't take chances, man. If he – to me, when they tied it up there then, he should have gone for two. And I said it in the moment. I'm not just saying it, you know, here uh, on Monday morning, on Monday morning quarterback here on the Brian Hanks show – he should have gone for two, and I would have been, even if they would have lost, I would have been like, you know what, at least he was trying to win the game. I mean, when they just, when they kicked the extra point and let it go to overtime, they were, I don't know, dude, I just, I felt like there was almost a shrugging of shoulders on the Washington sideline, like, well, I, I just, I wish he would have had the guts to go for two there. Your thoughts on that, and again, now I'm talking about this through the prism of a quasi-fan. Yes, I'm not 100% back yet, but... I'm about 80% back, dude, with uh, Washington. And, I mean, I watched that game very closely yesterday, and it just it, – I don't know, dude. I My gut is, and this is what I want your reaction to or your thoughts on, I wish they had gone for two instead of letting it go to overtime. Well, if they'd have won, he, you'd have been 90% back, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to say, can I spend this on a positive? Please. I will first let me say this. It was – I can see exactly – what you're saying there you're in the moment uh had an incredible drive come up with this huge play at the end take the chance but again if they don't make that we'd be second guessing should he do that should he have gone into overtime I, again i would not it, have. That, i'm interrupting you to say this mark and i do i hate to interrupt you because you're awesome but i'm interrupting you to say if even if we had lost mark and they went for it and I mean, a pass falls incomplete in the end zone for a two-point conversion or B-Rob gets stopped a yard out of the end zone for the two-point conversion. I, I promise you, I know in my heart, I would be right now saying, you know what, at least he was going for the win. He didn't settle for, a, you know, going into overtime and, you know, against a superior team and then losing. I would have – I'm telling you, dude, I would have been supportive. Okay, well, and that being said – the, uh, I'll go back to what I said about the the fact that they've looked good in three of these games uh, this year. I know the record is is two and two now, but if you looked at the schedule before the season, you thought, well, if we get off of two and two, I guess that'd be better than what it may be. And and again, I I feel a lot of the frustration about 
Ron Rivera. I think a lot of people in Carolina, he sort of had this love-hate thing where people loved him, but they were like, ugh. That being said, the successor is right there on the sidelines right yep. now. Yep. And if this guy can make Sam Howell look like a passable quarterback in three of his four starts this season, and not that I'm like a Sam Howell hater, it's just that I can see the limitations uh, of of, uh, of what he's working with. And, and so I like what Eric Bieniemy's done to that offense. Um, and we know Rivera's big thing is still defense. And, and, and that being said, I think this is a, a lot about a learning year. New ownership, so far so good. I think Washington looks much better than it did last year. And, and, it, and as I said, I, as far as focusing on that, the woulda, shoulda, couldas. I'm just the fact that they were in that game. The only game they really haven't been in is the Bills game. And after watching the Bills yesterday, I mean, look. Aside from that Monday night Jets thing that was just weird in itself with Aaron Rodgers, the Bills look like the best team in the league right now. Uh, again, but we're only measuring it against the three teams uh, that they've won. But I think you chalk that up to the fact that the Bills are just a really good team. And why wouldn't we put them in the category? They've been a Super Bowl in the Super Bowl conversation the last couple of years. So I say, if you're a Commanders fan, don't focus on Ron. Eric's the future. He's already there. So you don't have to go grab him from somebody. You don't have to. The one thing you've got to do is just make sure he doesn't leave the building. So the future is, is there now. But now it's about getting some things in place. I mean, it's look, you're way ahead of where the Panthers are on this rebuild, okay? So you could be a, a Panthers fan right now at 0-4 um, or a Bears fan. I guess with the Bears, at least they have the – right now the Bears have the top two picks in the NFL draft at the season we're in. But anyway, that I digress. Be, well, yeah, but would that not be insane? And you corrected me, and you were right on when we did the home-and-home home visit. I forgot that to get Bryce Young – this past year that the Panthers gave up their overall number one pick unprotected. Uh, so, I mean, if they end up being the number one overall pick, Chicago gets that. And is at this moment, I hadn't even thought about that. See, that's why you're the Dean of ENC sports talk host, dude. And no joke, man, if the season ended right now, which thank God it doesn't, but if it did, uh, <laughs> the Panthers and the bears would be one, two. That's insane. Yep. Good grief. And then, and then the Bears would draft a quarterback. Like, I mean, so quick. Wow. I mean, <laughs> so quick. Wow. They got kids in trouble, Justin Fields. And I thought, you know, and by connection, so I'm going to steal the, the, the momentum of the show. As a Miami fan, let me tell you where I was yesterday. Uh-oh. I was sitting here watching the Bills smack us around, like, you know, just like when the when the when the varsity team scrimmages the middle school or something like that. I mean, it was just that bad. And I'm watching the Bears beat the Broncos, so that whole seventy to twenty thing looks really bad now. It's like, well, <laughs> we beat up the be- the worst team in the league. But then they, they, the Broncos came back, and then I thought to myself, the Bears. How would you like to be a Bears fan? If we want to focus on positivity right now, Brian, imagine if you were a Bears fan. Now the only optimism is you get those two picks. But what confidence do you have in this group to pick the to pick the draft correctly? I mean, I, so far the Bears—it's the curse of Lovey Smith. You know, since they fired a ten-win Lovey Smith uh, coach team, they've only had one winning season since then. Wow. One winning season since it's the it's the Lovey Smith curse. And so that being said, 
I, I would at least I'm not a Bears fan this morning. Is it uh, a not Chicago un- Bears fan? But is it not unlike? And yes, we're gonna we've got a grant. Put all this stuff together. Goodness gracious, dude. It's it's already been a long morning, man. But uh, is it not the same with ECU? I mean, you get rid of a winning coach several years ago, and what has happened to ECU since then? It's almost a parallel mm-hmm. with what the Bears have done. Yeah, I don't even know right now. I mean, right now, do you feel uh, we're going we're going everywhere? Yeah, thing, but I, it doesn't matter. I know we're, we're trying to fit all this stuff in in a very small time. <laughs> If I'm an ECU fan, I don't know how I feel right now. I, I'm like, Scotty Montgomery couldn't win with the guys he had, but Mike Houston came in and won with the guys that Scotty Montgomery recruited, but now we got the guys that Mike Houston's recruited, and Mike Houston can't win with the guys he recruited. And so I don't know. And here's the other thing, and I and maybe this is – this got brought to me uh, – my, my, my girlfriend and I had this conversation. And I, I don't care who says this. If you win, it covers up the deodorant is it, right. Right, it, it's the best deodorant. Oh yeah. Is ECU not the most boring offensive team to watch? Like it is. It's a hard watch, man. It is. It's painful. It's excruciating. And so I know uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick's getting a lot of heat from an offensive coordinator standpoint. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, too. I mean. I, I can say this. I, I don't know. At least it seemed like even when Scotty Montgomery was losing, it felt like the the offense had something. I don't know what's up with this team, but they are just. It's a hard. It is. It is a really hard one. It's like if you've ever been to a bad show where like the band is out of tune or the person singing off key, and you're like, this is really bad. It's like the. American Idol auditions, the really bad ones. I mean, that's what it's like watching that offense. It's uncomfortable. No, you were spot on, dude. And uh, I tell you what, I wish we had more time for NFL stuff. I really do. But I've got to ask you, I mean, dude, I had Tua as the MVP. I had uh, the Miami Dolphins going to the Super Bowl after, uh, you know, beating the Broncos. (laughs) <laughs> I really did. You heard me say that know, last I week, know. dude. And it just. It's one I, week. It is. It's, it's one week. It's just crazy just how much. It's like the ocean, dude. It's like the ocean with a tropical storm, you know, uh, 200 miles out or something that every week. I mean, dude, we think about it, dude. Okay. After two weeks, man, it was Dallas. Dallas was it. They're going to go 50. They're going to go 16. And, dude, they're going to go 16 and one. They're going to, you know, they got the best defense in NFL history. You know, Michael Parsons is going to be the MVP. Okay, so they lose to Arizona. Then it's the Dolphins. I mean, man, the Dolphins might go undefeated. They might tie that 1972. What was it, 72? <laughs> Dolphins, 72, yeah. yeah, the 72 Dolphins team, man, they're not going to lose a game. Two is going to throw for 7,000 yards this year and 75 touchdowns. I mean, he can't be stopped. And now it's the Buffalo Bills. I mean, now they're the best team in the league <laughs> after what they did. Dude, it is crazy. But isn't that what we expect from the NFL, man? I mean, who's it going to be this upcoming week, man? I mean, it's just it's crazy how Monday, mo- Monday morning quarterbacking, and I love having you here on my show on Monday mornings, I mean, these storylines, they change so dramatically week to week, don't they? You know, and it's it's funny because I, I was sitting here and uh, as we text this morning, I, I, I could look back and see, I uh, scrolled back just for a second. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Because last week when you were praising me and it was the greatest Monday ever and I was singing <laughs> and it was like, you know, 
was so wonderful. The birds were chirping and, you know, um, your coffee tasted just a little bit better. Oh, it was, oh, it was amazing. And (laughs) I said, though, I said, but it's September. Let's put this into perspective. And it's like, oh, don't do that. Just enjoy it. No, I did enjoy it. But that's also what we have to remind ourselves. There's no Lombardi trophies passed out in September. Now, in college, as we were talking about that at the same time, it's a little different. You've only got two more months now to get this right in college. Like, we are we are down to the last two months of college football already. I hate to put that to everybody. Happy October. Uh, get your Christmas <laughs> trees ready. Um, so, that being said, uh, there's a, the NFL season has a long ways to go. Um, but if you're right now in college – you know, if you're App State per se, and uh, you know, uh, or ECU, you know, I should say, even worse, um, you know, you should. And you know, look, Duke, tough loss, um, but you know, they, they were right there in it. And Duke football is re- relevant. However, I think you're going to lose your coach to Michigan State, Mike Elko. But anyway, that being said. Dude, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Uh, last two teams in the NFL undefeated. Of course, Philly yesterday beating the Commanders. But, dude, okay, so you ready? Well, two weeks ago was Dallas. That's what I was going to say. Two weeks ago was <laughs> Dallas. Last week it was Miami, dude. San Francisco, they're going to go 17-0, and right? No, dude, they're going to go 20-0 because they're going to wow. win the, the other three. In the, in the, in the, in the playoffs. I mean, who's going to stop them, right? They're, they're defensively, <laughs> they're incredible. Offensively, they're dynamic. I mean, I, I don't even say Brock Purdy's name very much. And we don't even give this guy enough credit, do we? I mean, he's, all, all he does is, is win since he's been the quarterback. And so uh, look, the 49ers look like the real deal. The Eagles look like they, they're like that. You've got cats. Cats like to play with their food. Like the Eagles like to tend to just be in games and make you crazy. Uh, and then that be, but, but the 49ers look like on a whole, a whole other plane right now. So, uh, if the rest of the league can catch up to that, well, that that's probably the goal for everybody. Well, there you go. But, well, and, um, and listen, you know, like I said, last week it was Tua was MVP. Miami's, you know, going to, equal to 72 now it's cmc man who has really bounced back from everything four touchdowns yesterday uh they've given up they've only given up what uh what 58 points through three games or through four games something crazy like that yeah the valid scored their opponents 125 58 man nobody's beating san francisco this year i'm 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 declaring it right now okay i like it say it out loud so that they can lose <laughs> next week that tends to be the trend right we just we're leading teams to their imminent doom. Uh, and so, uh, San Francisco, you're next. There you you're go. next, 49ers. ECU, I did want to, you know, uh, I wanted to say, dude, I maybe it's because I didn't go to, you know, I didn't attend ECU. I mean, I am a football season ticket holder, and guess what, dude? I let Danny Rice talk me into getting basketball season tickets. So I'm going to have basketball season tickets for the Pirates. Just I know you're shaking your head and rolling your eyes at me right now, but but I want to support our local college team here. If I'm going to talk about them every day here on the show, I want to support them. And so, yeah, I came out of po- I'm coming out of pocket and buying uh, basketball season tickets. However, to, I say all that to say this: I'm outside the bubble a little bit. You've lived here your whole life. I, you didn't go to ECU, right? Or did you? No, I did not go to ECU. Okay, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But uh, but you've been here your whole life, so you support the Pirates. I uh, And I do, too. 
but I'm a little bit outside the box, dude. I still everybody's freaking out. They're one in four. They're probably going to be one in five after uh, the SMU game. Although they do have what a week and a half to prepare for. Uh, what is SMU? Are they the Mustangs? Yeah, they are the Mustangs. The Mustangs. Okay, so they've got a week and a half to prepare for the Mustangs. I think we're. I'm calling it, dude. I, don't fall out of your chair when I say this. They're going to beat SMU. It just because it doesn't make sense. And if there's anything we've seen in the last four or five weeks of college football and definitely in the NFL, things that don't make sense are going to happen. And I think they've got a good defense. I mean, you say what you want to about ECU, but their defense is pretty strong. They're going to be at home. They're going to have 40,000 people cheering them on that Thursday night. I'm declaring it now. Write it down, Mark Panicelli. I don't care what the spread is going to be, man. ECU beats SMU uh, a week from Thursday, dude. Now you're saying outright, right? Outright, you're not, not beating not the a, spread. A spread nope. thing. Okay, nope. okay. Well, which the spread won't be that bad, I don't think. I'm, I think – write this down, dude. You're good at keeping up with – I think it's good. The spread will be seven and a half, probably SMU. They'll favor uh, the Mustangs by seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what that, it'll be. Seven that and sounds half, about right. Seven and a half, eight points, something like that. But uh, but I really do. I think uh, ECU wins that. And then all these people, I'm, yes, Pirate fans that are listening to this, and especially when it goes on uh, 252 ESPN in Greenville this afternoon and everybody's bemoaning the, uh, uh, the Pirates and how bad they are and everything. They're going to win that game. They're going to be two and four. They're still going to finish seven and five this season, dude. I have the Pirates still finishing seven and five. Yes, I'm sticking by that. And especially after they beat SMU a week from Thursday, dude, I really, I, I saw some good things against Rice. I mean, they, I thought there were positive steps. You're right. I, they're go, Their offense just stinks. It blows. I mean, it's not even, it's not even good. But this is my last question to you. Your thoughts on ECU? Are you, where do you think they finish right now? I'm still saying seven and five, mm-hmm. dude. Let me let me say real quick to Danny Danny Rice, uh, ECU. You need to hire him. He's over there. He's over there selling tickets <laughs> for basketball. The man is a pirate, true, true and true, and uh, deserves to be on the payroll. That being said, um, don't you tell me there's no optimism in you this morning. Don't you try to tell me that you're bummed out, buddy. I hear some optimism. I feel some optimism in in your soul. If you're telling me. If you're believing this, well, then I'm saying there's an optimist. Uh, the, the the true spirit of an optimist dwells inside of you, Brian Hanks. And don't sell that. Don't ever let that go, Brian. Don't ever let that go. Because it will serve you well on these Mondays. It will. Um, and it may serve you well next Friday when you come back to reality. Um, but I hope you're right. Nobody hopes you're right more than me. I want ECU to, to get it together because... Uh, it, it has been frustrating. It has been frustrating. I saw on my timeline memories the other day where I was trying to give out tickets to the sold-out ECU-UAB game. Wow. The ECU-UAB football game <laughs> that was sold out. I said those words, and it, and, and there you go. So, anyway. Well, there you I go. I just wanted to. I, I love it, and I hate to do this. I've got Jay Wilson standing by. Mark Panicelli, thank you, man. You pull, I believe you, you yanked that optimism out of me and showed it to me, and I'm now smiling. And I get to talk to Jay Wilson, too, so 
You know, that always Well, tell, tell Jay Wilson there, I got you this far. He can do that quarterback <laughs> sneak where they push the quarterback butt, the push-push yeah. or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, they let him get you over the goal line because he'll, he'll finish out your Monday motivation. And uh, always great to talk to you, man. Mark, you're the best. Can't wait. For, can't wait for the home and home on Wednesday on your show, my friend. Oh well, no, no, no. Uh, ESPN, uh, home of the Major League Baseball playoffs in the World Series. Brian, we'll probably have to catch up next week. That being said, tune into my show today. Me and Kyle Gaskins will go around the NFL and Major League Baseball playoff preview with Ariel Epstein. Uh, ooh, oh, okay. Now that is awesome. That's from five to six. 107.5, uh, wherever you're at in Lenore County, you'll either get 107.5 from Greenville or 107.5 in New Bern, and you can listen to Mark Panicelli there. Dude, that is awesome, man. Ariel Epstein, I like it, dude. Hey, by the way, I did, I'll did. i end with this. Uh, I'm taking Scotty Boy up to uh, Baltimore on Saturday. We're going to see the first uh, uh, game one of the ALDS, dude. I, that's, his, that's his birthday present from me, what? man. Yep, I'm taking him up to uh, Baltimore to go see. We already got our seats, man. Section six. That- and it's so awesome. I am so happy for for Scott. So uh, that is awesome. Take lots of pictures, man. That is awesome. Dude, talk to you later. Thank you so much, my friend. Absolutely. There you go. That's Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN. Let us uh, let us uh, get uh, Jay Wilson up here on the line with us because, like I said, the rough weekend I had sports-wise, whew, man, I got to tell you, man, I need some Jay Wilson in my life right now. And he does. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you were listening. You, I don't know if we, you were listening over in Snow Hill right now, but just had Mark Panicelli on from 252 ESPN. And this is what he said. I got to tell you now here, Coach. And it's Uh-oh. Jay Wilson. Uh-oh. No, no, no. This is good. I got to <laughs> okay. tell you, man, I, we had a rough weekend over here in Lenore County. Outscored 177 to 30 uh, by, you know, North yeah. Lenore, Kinston, South Lenore. My Cavahoos blew a two touchdown. Halftime lead and lost. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. com- my commanders yesterday, dude, uh, take it overtime, but they ultimately lose. I got to tell you, man, and the ECU goes down. The only positives in my life were that Parrot Academy <laughs> one and that my good friend Jay Wilson over at Green Central down seven to nothing at halftime to Aiden Grifton on homecoming night in Snow Hill comes back and wins his game twenty seven to fourteen, coach. <laughs> And, and on top of like, just to show you how bad my weekend was, I was so excited when I heard that score, Coach. I put together a text. I hit sin, or I thought I had hit sin to have you on the show. <laughs> then I'm like, why hasn't Coach Wilson answered me? He usually answers me back within, you know, at no later. I mean, you may be working yeah. out or something, but no later than 20, 25 minutes. And then I didn't even hit send on the damn text message on uh, Friday night. <laughs> but here you are. So, listen, this is what Mark, this is what Mark Panicelli said. He got me out of the hole. Out of you know, out of I was really depressed this morning. You got to take it home, okay? I mean, at least I'm a little optimistic right now. You got to take it home with uh, the next ten minutes or so, okay? I got you, boss man. I got you. I, you know, I'm out here in the, I'm out here bright and early in the morning. I'm out here in the parking lot making sure anybody here boo loving before school. So <laughs> boo here we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> boo loving. <laughs> Coach Boo loving, you know when 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 she rides the bus, but you drive, so she gets off the bus and walks out to the parking lot and sits in the car with you, and y'all stare at each other for seven minutes, you know, <laughs> just in the slow jams. I guess I don't know. How, how often? How often does Coach Jay Wilson get to witness Boo loving out in the parking lot? 
Oh, I got. I, I have my usual. I know the car. I, you know, I give about. I give about two minutes to say, "Hey, baby, how you doing? I ain't seen y'all weekend." And I tap on the window and say, "Go on the first period English." So you know. <laughs> Man, you are so the best. It's it's Coach Jay Bygod Wilson joining us, and let's talk about Friday night, Coach. We get the score at halftime. Well, like I said, we're at Parrot Academy Friday night doing the yeah. uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. We see Aiden Griffin's up seven to nothing at halftime in our second half. Coach, I had a seventy-six to six game. Okay, so that second half went by quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then I see the final score, twenty-seven to fourteen. What a great second half for your Rams. What was the difference between the second half and the first half for your Rams, Coach? We played Rams football. Um, we well, now defensively we played we played well the entire game. Uh, we blew a coverage in the first half and kind of gave up that 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 touchdown. Um, and basically the same thing in the second half. So the fourteen points came on there, two big plays for them. Um, but offensively, we kind of got back to what we needed to do. Uh, Coach Whitehurst and Coach Thorpe really got in there on the board during halftime. Uh, drew up a couple, not drew up a couple new plays, but you know, changed some blocking assignments, things like that. And we were able to get the ball, run the ball downhill, which set up the pass. Uh, you know, led to our passing touchdown, and then we had you know several good, several other good passes. While Will Rafferty did a good job putting the ball in spots, and then James Ballard he took it on home uh, with, with the run game. So <clears throat> you know, we just we just made adjustments at halftime and came out and, and, and played you know good old fashioned Ram football, the kind that I like to see. When you put up twenty some points in the second half, you know you're, you're doing well. Coach, I got to tell you, and I'm not telling you something you don't already know, and I'm sure it's what you help, what you use to help motivate your troops, Coach. But after that Eastern Wayne game, and I'm, I'm not trying to bring it up to bring up bad memories, but yeah. I, mean, I got to tell you, Coach, there were a lot of people in this neck of the woods that had you guys buried and saying, uh, man, they're one in three. They weren't even able to finish a whole game. And you know what? Uh, the Eastern Plains 2A is tough. They got an undefeated North Pitt team coming in to yeah. Snow Hill. Coach, there's not a lot of people outside of your locker room besides you and the kids in your locker room that <laughs> thought you – I'm being serious here, Coach. Yeah, thought, oh, yeah thought, I know. That thought you guys would be 2-1 and one in the Eastern Plains right now, Coach. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I, you know, my, I, I grew up in a country, had a bunch of, a bunch of old country uncles, and I, they had jars in their hand. And sometimes they would say, when you throw dirt on something, you're either burying it or you're planting a seed. <laughs> so, you know, I, I feel like I feel like you know, with all the dirt that was thrown on, on us after Eastern Wayne, um, you know, a, a, a ugly loss to Bedingfield, and then an even uglier game at Eastern Wayne. You know, a lot of a lot of folks did write us off. I mean, we were one and four, and you know, not just not not looking good, not playing one and three, not not looking good, not playing good. Um, and then we came we came back and we did we, like you know we were supposed to, and you know, part of it was me with the addition by subtraction, and then part of it was the guys, you know, rallying together and saying, hey, we're going to make something happen, and we're not going to have our season go like this. And we had a lot of guys who weren't leaders or weren't considered to be leaders step up and be leaders, um, and that's made the difference. Well, <clears throat> I'm not even going to ask you about Washington yet other than just uh, we know. We saw what they did at Kinston. Uh, yeah. You know, their defense was really strong against Kinston. Just, uh, just preliminary here. Uh, and, again, we'll go into depth in the Real Discount Drugs pregame show on Friday uh, yeah. with your game against Washington, against the Pam Pack. But just uh, off the top of your head, uh, just, I, I mean, 30-second preview of uh, Washington. Well, I ain't ever done nothing in 30 seconds. <laughs> 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 I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're a scrappy team. We watched them on film a little bit yesterday, of course, kind of diving into it, trying to find some keys. But uh, they kind of they, they have some athletes in, in, in the backfield. 
definitely a, a strong defensive team. who got to have a really, really good game plan offensively uh, to counteract what they do with their athletes. Uh, but, you know, we have to – it's just like our, our usual. We've got to stop the big plays. We can't let them have those big chunk plays. We've got to make them get it, earn everything they get. And then, um, you know, just really, really kind of wear them down a little bit. And then in the second half, take it, run away from it. Run away from them. That's, that's sort of the game plan right now. Well, there you go. And am I looking at your schedule right, Coach Wilson? Is that senior night? I, all yeah. Week? You've got to be last kidding me. It, nah, it's, it's one of those quirks in the schedule. We have the, the last week of the season is our bye week. Yep, yep. And then um, it was like last year, you know, we had West Craven and Fallville here at the house. But now it's the opposite where our last two games are, you know, away. Um, so yeah, we're, we're senior night. I mean, it's only three weeks left in the season for us. It's four weeks, but it's only three weeks, three games left for us. And I was telling my guys, I mean, Hey, like we only got, you know, three tough Tuesdays and, you know, three, you know, mental Mondays and three, you know, you know, workday Wednesdays. That's really what we have left, you know, to, to determine our fate. So. Well, I tell you what, congratulations, Coach, again. Like I said, they, listen, we don't even try to hide our affection for uh, for you and your program. We, I don't. You know I mean? It is what it is, man. I, you, you're so positive. But everybody had you. Like I said, after that Eastern Wayne game, y'all are one and three. You got undefeated yeah. North Pitt coming in. Man, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I heard it said, is is Green Central going to win a game in the conference? The Eastern Plains is tough from top to bottom. Oh, yeah. And here you are, two and one, a chance to go to three and one on senior night. Yep. Uh, now, listen, West Craven, we know about West Craven. We know about Farmville Central. But, man, guess what? They were saying the same thing about y'all in North Pitt two weeks ago, Coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I mean, right now, I told the guys right now, we're sitting in second place. It's the top yep. first place with West Craven and um, Southwest. And then we're tied with Farmville right now for second place. So, I mean, the great thing is – we control our destiny. You know, we, the guys in the locker room, control. We don't have to be sitting around hoping nobody loses and all that kind of stuff. If we want to go, we want to we play after the regular season. If we want to be second place in the conference or whatever it is, we control that. So that's the big thing for us. Um, and, and that's where you want to be with three weeks left to go in the season. You want to be playing for something and you want to have something that a guy, a tangible thing that these guys can look forward to and say, hey, we're in a three-week season right now. What do you want to do with it? Yeah. Coach, it couldn't happen to a better, better guy. Congratulations. Look forward to talking to you on Friday, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I always look forward to your phone calls. I got <laughs> let me go break let me go break up the boot level session. Everybody can party right now. So. <laughs> I love it. Listen, Coach Jay Wilson, Green Central, thank you so much. We'll talk to you on Friday, okay, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. Uh, and uh congratulations to him again as uh he's breaking up the boo loving right now at uh at Green Central, I cannot wait to uh, talk to uh, our second-hour guests, Chris and Claudia Reigns, and see if they've even heard of that before because that is awesome. That is so awesome. Okay, let's wrap up our first hour here. Again, want to thank uh, our good friends uh, Mark Panicelli, Jay Wilson, for joining us here in the, in the first hour of today's show. Coming up. Here in our second hour, it's Lenore County Fair time. Here, I've done, look. I've already got my hands up too. I was I was raising the roof myself, and uh, we've got uh, Chris and Claudia Rains joining us here from Lenore County Fair. We'll also have uh, head football coach Parrot Academy Matt Beeman joining us. In the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show.